0: A Christmas Dream and How It Came to Be True, adapted from the story by Louisa May Alcott.
1: Mother, I'm so tired of Christmas, I wish there never would be another one. Why, Effie,
2: what a dreadful thing to say. You are as bad as old Scrooge, and I'm afraid something will happen to you, as it did to him, if you don't care for Christmas.
1: Who was Scrooge? What happened to him?
2: He was in a story by Mr. Charles Dickens, and you can read it some day. Scrooge hated Christmas until a strange dream showed him how dear and beautiful it was and made a better man of him.
1: I shall read it, for I like dreams and have had a great many curious ones myself, but they don't keep me from being tired of Christmas. Why are
2: you tired of what should be the happiest time of all the year?
1: Perhaps I shouldn't be if I had something new, but it is always the same and there isn't any more surprise about it. I always find heaps of goodies in my stocking. I don't like some of them and soon tire of those that I do like. We always have a great dinner and I eat too much and I feel ill the next day. Then there's a Christmas tree somewhere with a doll on top, or a stupid old Santa Claus, and children dancing and screaming over bonbons and toys that break and shiny things that are of no use. Really, Mama, I've had so many Christmases all alike that I don't think I can bear another one.
0: <laughs> Effie then laid herself flat on the sofa, as if the mere idea was too much for her. Her mother laughed at her despair. <laughs> but was sorry to see her little girl so discontented when she had everything to make her happy and had known but ten Christmas days.
2: Suppose we don't give you any presents at all. How would that suit you?
1: I should like one large and splendid one and one dear little one to remember some very nice person by.
0: Effie was a fanciful little body, full of odd whims and notions which her friends loved to gratify, regardless of time, trouble, or money, for she was the last of three little girls and very dear to all her family.
2: Well, my darling, I will see what I can do to please you, and not say a word until all is ready. If I could only get a new idea to start with.
1: Seems to me poor children have better times than rich ones. I can't go out alone, and look, there's a girl just my age, splashing along without any maid to fuss about rubbers and cloaks and umbrellas and colds. I wish I was a beggar girl.
2: Would you like to be hungry and cold and ragged? To beg all day and sleep on an ash heap at night?
1: Cinderella did, and had a nice time in the end. This girl out here has a basket of scraps on her arm and a big old shawl around her and doesn't seem to care a bit, though the water runs out the soles of her boots. She goes padding along, laughing at the rain and eating a cold potato as if it tasted nicer than the chicken and ice cream I had for lunch. Yes, I do think poor children are happier than rich ones.
2: Perhaps. Sometimes. In fact... At the orphan asylum today, I saw two dozen sweet little souls who have no parents, no home, and no hope of Christmas beyond a stick of candy. Indeed, I wish you had been there to see how merry and grateful they were, playing with the old toys some richer children had sent them.
1: You may give them all of mine. I'm so tired of them, I never want to see them again.
2: I will. And let you begin again with something you will not tire of, if I can only find it.
0: Nothing more was said then, and wandering off to the library, Effie found a Christmas carol, and curling herself up on the sofa read it all before tea. Some of it she did not understand, but she laughed and cried over many parts of the charming story and felt better without knowing why. All the evening she thought of poor Tiny Tim, Mrs. Cratchit with the pudding, and the stout old gentleman who danced so gaily that his legs twinkled in the air. Presently, Effie's nurse called her to bed.
3: Come now and toast your feet while I brush your pretty hair and tell stories.
1: Can I have a fairy tale tonight, a very interesting one?
3: Well, put on your wrapper and slippers and come sit by the fire while I do your hair.
0: So nurse told her best tales, and when at last the child slept, her mind was full of a curious jumble of Christmas elves, poor children, snowstorms, and sugar plums. So it is no wonder she dreamed all night, and this was her dream, which she never quite forgot. She found herself sitting on a stone in the middle of a great field all alone, The snow was falling fast, a bitter wind whistled by, and night was coming in. She felt hungry, cold, and tired, and did not know where to go or what to do.
1: I wanted to be a beggar girl, and now I am one, but I don't like it, and wish somebody would come and take care of me. I don't know who I am, and I think I must be lost.
0: Tears chilled on her cheeks. Her feet felt like icicles, and she lay her head upon her knees and gave herself up for lost. Then, far away, a dim light shone, and a voice was heard singing. Effie stood like a small statue of expectation, while the light grew nearer and the words of the song grew clearer. Effie saw a beautiful lady coming to her through the night and snow, wrapped in white fur with a wreath of green and scarlet holly on her shining hair, and a magic candle in one hand.
4: Dear child, you are lost and I have come to find you. I know all children and go to find them for this is my holiday and I gather them from all parts of the world to be merry with me once a year.
1: Are you an angel? Do you have wings? No, I am a Christmas spirit
4: and live in a pleasant place getting ready for the holiday when I come out to roam the world, helping to make this a happy time for all who will let me in. Will you come with me?
1: I will go anywhere with you. Don't leave me again.
4: First, I will make you comfortable. You are cold and hungry and sorrowful. You shall be warm and fed and happy.
0: And with a wave of her candle, all three miracles were wrought. The snowflakes turned into a white fur cloak and hood. A bowl of hot soup came sailing to her lips and vanished as she drank the last drop. Suddenly, the field changed to a new world of bells ringing merrily, green garlands upon the wall, and every tree a Christmas tree full of toys and blazing with candles that never went out.
1: Please, tell me what splendid place this is. This is the Christmas world,
4: and here we work all the year round, never tiring of getting ready for this happy day.
0: And as she spoke, she pointed to four gates out of which four great sleighs were driving, laden with toys, with a jolly Santa sitting in the middle of each.
1: I thought there was only one Santa, and that even he was a humbug. I will never say there is no Santa Claus ever again. You will like to see this place, and may learn something new, perhaps.
0: The spirit smiled, and led the way to a little door through which Effie peeped.
1: A world of dolls! Dolls of all sorts going on like live people!
0: Waxen ladies sat in their parlors elegantly dressed. Cook dolls prepared dinner in the kitchens. Soldiers marched, wooden horses pranced, and little men ran to and fro. Shops were there, and tiny people buying legs of mutton, pounds of tea, and everything dolls use or wear or want but she noticed that in some ways the dolls improved on the manners and customs of human beings. A a fine Paris doll took a poor old doll who was hobbling along and carried her to her journey's end as if it were the proper thing to do. Another rich-looking china doll took off her comfortable red cloak and put it round a poor wooden creature in a paper suit.
1: Seems to me I once knew a rich girl who didn't give her things to poor girls. I wish I could remember who she was and tell her to be as kind as that china doll. We
4: recall these things to people's minds by dreams. I think the girl you speak of won't forget this one. Now I will show you where we love best to send our good and happy gifts. Come away and remember what you've seen tonight.
0: Like a flash, that bright world vanished, and Effie found herself in a part of the city she had never seen before. Hungry women looked in shabby shops, longing to buy meat and bread, but their empty pockets forbade. No nice dinners filled the air with savory smells. No gay trees dropped toys and bonbons. No stockings hung in rows on the mantels, ready to be filled. No happy sounds of music, laughter, and dancing feet were heard. There were no signs of Christmas anywhere.
1: Don't they have
4: Christmas in this place? We come to bring it. See those men and women who come sneaking into poor homes?
0: Some slipped money into the empty pockets and sent the happy mothers to buy all the comforts they needed. Some led drunken men out of temptation and took them home. Fires were kindled on poor hearths. Tables spread as if by magic. Poor children found their stockings filled with things that once Effie would have thought very humble presents, but which now seemed beautiful and precious because these poor babies had nothing.
1: That is so beautiful. I wish I could make Merry Christmas as these good people do and be worthy of being loved and thanked as they are.
4: You can, if you will. I have shown you the way. Try it and see how happy your own holiday will be hereafter.
0: As the spirit spoke, she seemed to put her arms around Effie and then vanished with a kiss.
2: Oh, stay and show me more. Darling, wake up and tell me why you are smiling in your sleep.
0: It was her mother, bending over her, and morning sunshine was beaming into the room.
1: Are they all gone? Did you hear the bells? Wasn't it splendid? You have been dreaming, my darling,
2: talking in your sleep, laughing and clapping your hands as if you were cheering someone. Tell me, what was so splendid?
0: Effie told her dream to her mother and her nurse, and they thought it indeed very wonderful.
1: The spirit said I could work lovely miracles if I tried, but I don't know how to begin, for I have no magic candle to make feasts appear and light up the groves of Christmas trees as she did.
2: Yes, you have. We will do it. We will.
1: How? You must tell me, Mother.
2: I have it. I have it. A splendid idea, if only I can carry it out. Tell me, please. No. It is a surprise. A grand surprise for Christmas Day. "'Now come to breakfast, for we must work like bees if we want to play spirits tomorrow. "'You and Nurse will go out shopping and get heaps of things while I arrange matters behind the scenes.'
1: "'It won't be a surprise, for I know you are going to ask some poor children here and have a tree or something. "'It won't be like my dream, for there were ever so many trees and more children than we can find anywhere.'
2: "'There will be no tree, no party.' No dinner in this house at all, and no presents for you. Won't that be a surprise?
1: (laughs) Do it. I shall like it, I think. And I won't ask any questions, so it will all burst upon me when the time comes.
0: All that morning, Effie and Nurse went in and out of shops, buying dozens of barking dogs, woolly lambs and squeaking birds, tiny tea sets, lovely picture books... Mittens and hoods, pretty dolls and sturdy little trucks, and candy. Mother was quite invisible all day and came in at night so tired she could only lie on the sofa and rest, smiling as if some very pleasant thoughts made her very happy.
1: Is the surprise
2: all right? Beautiful. Better than I expected, for several of my good friends are helping— I know you will like it, and remember this new way of making Christmas merry.
0: Mother gave her a very tender kiss, and Effie went to bed. The next day was a very strange one, for there was no stocking to examine, no pile of gifts, no one said Merry Christmas to her, and the dinner was just as usual. Oh,
3: just you wait, it's the prettiest idea I've ever heard of. No one but your blessed Ma could have done that.
0: The longed-for hour arrived at last.
3: Now, put on your cloak and hood and get in the carriage.
1: I feel like the girls in the fairy tales who are led off to strange places and see fine things.
3: Oh, my dearie, it is like a fairy tale, I do assure you. And you will see finer things than most children will tonight. Steady now. And do just as I tell you. And don't say one word whatever you see.
0: They were driven into a dark yard. And Effie was led through a back door to a little room where Nurse dressed her in a little white fur coat and boots. A wreath of holly leaves and berries. And given a candle with a frill of gold paper around it.
1: Oh, Nurse, I look like the spirit in my dream. So
3: you do. And that's the part you are to play, my pretty. Now, hold still while I blindfold your eyes, and then I'll take you to your place.
1: Shall I be afraid?
3: (laughs) No, you needn't be, for I shall stand close by, and your mother will be there.
0: Effie was led up some steps and placed on a high platform. Soft lamps seemed to fill the room, and music began when Nurse clapped her hands.
4: Now, my precious, look and see how you and
3: your dear ma has made a Merry Christmas for them that needed it.
0: Off came the bandage. And for a moment Effie thought she was asleep again. For she stood in a grove of Christmas trees, all gay and shining as in her vision. Twelve on a side in two rows down the room stood little pines each one on a low table. Behind her, a taller tree rose to the roof, hung with wreaths of popcorn, apples, oranges, horns of candy, and cakes of all sorts. On the smaller trees, she saw many of her own discarded toys and those she and Nurse had bought, as well as heaps that seemed to have rained straight down from the delightful Christmas country she had visited.
1: How splendid! Who is it for? What is that music? Where is Mother?
0: Before Nurse could answer, the doors at the end flew open and in marched twenty-four little orphaned boys and girls, amazed and overjoyed at the scene before them. Oh, my
2: goodness. Look at this! So my little girl wanted to be a Christmas spirit, too and make this a happy day for those who had not had as many pleasures and comforts as she had. She likes surprises, and we plan this for you all. She shall play the good fairy and give each of you something from this tree, after which you will all find your name on a small tree and can enjoy it however you like. So march by, my dears, and let us fill your hands. After that,
1: you can find your own tree. I don't think heaven can be gooder than this. Is that truly an angel up there? I wish I dared to go and kiss her for this splendid party.
0: This was a little lame boy who leaned on a crutch, wondering how it would be to sit on a mother's lap. Effie heard this and ran down and put her arms around the poor child.
1: And what is your name? Carl, if you please, miss. Well... You may thank me, but really Mother deserves the thanks. She did it all. I only dreamed about it.
0: Little Carl felt as if it were a truly angel who had embraced him and could only stammer his thanks. Then all the children took hands and danced around Effie.
4: Hey, bells, but it was late
0: for small bells, people, and too much fun is a mistake. Oh so soon, God. they filed out, and Effie shook so many hands that her own tingled. Carl was last, and handed a small woolly lamb into Effie's hand.
1: You didn't get a single present, and we had lots. Do keep that is the prettiest thing I got. I will, and when I see it, I will always think of you, Carl. Thank you.
0: Soon Effie was in her bed, too tired and happy for anything but sleep. But first, she had to thank her mother.
1: Mother, it was a beautiful surprise, and I thank you so much. I don't see how you did it, but I like it best of all the Christmases I ever had, and mean to make one every year. I had my splendid big present, and here is the dear little one to keep for the love of little Carl. So even that part of my wish came true.
0: And Effie fell asleep with a happy smile on her lips, her one humble gift in her hand, and a new love for Christmas in her heart that never changed through a long life spent doing good.